Uh, hello, and uh, welcome to Piggy Ignorant Gamers number 31, with uh, me, Graham Goring. Me, Mark Foster. Uh, and me, Dave Williamson. Uh, Dave is not allowed to laugh today. No. No um, laughing. Which, which is in some ways good, because your laughs are always the loudest thing on the track that I have to I have to bring down the volume on. I do have a big laugh, yes. Yeah, has been I mean, said. I, I, I do too. I'm, a, I'm an embarrassment in any comedy club. Especially I'm, I'm a guffaw. Uh, yeah, yeah, belly laugh. Whereas, I mean, yeah, I mean, yours were a second, I would say, in size. Um, Fair enough. So it depends yeah. on... I've got varying laughs, though. Do you? Sometimes I'll just, like, do one, like a, a, like yelp. a seagull yelping. Just right. Like, I guess that's kind of well, like Nelson on The Simpsons. Oh, okay, that kind uh, of like thing, half maybe. a Nelson. Yeah, half, half Nelson. Nelson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, right. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, yeah. So um, that was another really weird laugh I just did there. That was another yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> it was slightly Chris Tarrant. Was wasn't like, it? Oh yeah. yeah. I was thinking of Goofy. <laughs> Next on the program, he sounded a bit like that, but not much. Yeah. Do you remember Tiz was? No. Okay. Now you're too young for it, aren't you? <laughs> you're old enough for Tiz was, right? I but I don't remember it. I mean, I only remember the very, very end of it. It was like, it was like, it was ending just as I was, you know, starting watching Saturday morning telly. If indeed it was even a Saturday morning program. Oh yeah, today's Saturday. Something, something, something. That's what Tiswell stood for, isn't it? I think. Really? I think so. Fair enough. Oh no, wait, it was Tiz with a Z, so today's Saturday, I guess. Um, I'm sure someone will complain. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, it's uh, what is it? It's um it's July, isn't it at the moment? Um as as we record. Here's the thing. So, I'm going to get home. I'm going to edit the previous episode and I'm going to get that done. That's going to be out. That's going to be done. That's going to be out because I don't have to remove 10 minutes of really dodgy suspect stuff from that one. It's like there's one thing which was a comment I made about a particular internet person that I immediately yes. realized <laughs> I should have not said. Um so, yeah, that'll be easy. Bish, bash, bosh, done. And then I'll get this one done next weekend because I've got nothing on next weekend. We're having a bit of a relaxing one, so that's nice. Um, and I'll be all up to date. It's great. I'll be all up to date. It'll be fine. So that'll be nice. We'll be current again. That said, the first thing we're going to talk about, actually, is uh, E3, which was about a month ago now, I suppose. Because yep. um, I went to E3 this year. This, I've never been to E3 before. But uh, the company I work for... Um, purveyors of fine games uh sent me over there to do some publicity for one and uh it was great because uh yeah i've never been to like a trade show like that i've done gdc which is obviously very very different but um but e3 because it's all you know glitz and glamour but quite quiet actually i think it might have been a really quiet one i don't know if they've released like actual figures but like the main hall i was in there was a lot of empty space in it because it was like you had the really big stands, and then there's this bit of sort of hinterland, and then there was the the dodgy, um, dodgy mobile phone game makers you've never heard of, and VR porn, uh, <laughs> which had a disproportionate amount of people around it. Basically, no one was going over to this side of the room except to watch the uh, Naughty America VR porn demo, um, which I did not, because what? because I, I was I was advertising a children's game. And wearing a t-shirt with it on it. And it probably is there a lot a great of VR photo. porn? Is there a lot of it? Yeah. I think there's a fair bit. I think it's, it's not like actual computer graphic VR porn. I think it's, it's like live stuff filmed, uh, basically from a Google car, effectively, <laughs> <laughs> in that it's 360. I mean, I mean, they don't literally just do it in a Google car. 
because um, that bit's always blurred out. But surely there can't be that much that you're moving your head around to watch. I don't know. What if it's a, an orgy? Imagine if it's like Bukeki and you're on the receiving end. You'd be like, ah, da, 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 da. <laughs> so I'm sorry, <laughs> Dave can't laugh today. That was very <laughs> insensitive of me. I like uh, it if it was like it was just like one of those point of view porn things. But then if you turned all the way around, you just see some really weird random thing in the background, like just some people like eating a meal. But no, or, could, that'd be a great twist if you watch it and then at the end of you turn around. I was being buggered the entire time because <laughs> <laughs> that could happen. And you wouldn't know about it, so... You mean in the, in the VR, right? Not yeah, yeah, yeah. VR, right? Like, you take it off, you're like, oh, that's what... It, I just thought the seat was uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, like, in, in the movie. Um, although you think you'd notice that the camera's like... Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on I here? think you have to keep it... The camera would have to be yeah, still, yeah. right? Yeah, So, I, I don't know. But, um, but apparently it was really popular. And, you know, loads of people were on that stand. Um, so, there was a weird thing. Do you remember... Do you remember did you ever go to Thorpe Park as a kid? This is an interesting segue. Where will it lead? It's going to go, don't worry, it's going to go somewhere that makes sense-ish. Do you, well, okay, you might not have, but there are these things called Cinema 360, where it was like a, it was like a hemispherical dome, and they projected a big picture film on it, and it might be like a car, and then it goes off a cliff, and you're sort of, it's first person, so you'd be like, ooh, and you'd fall over backwards. They had like a couple of those. There seems to be like a, like, you know, as, as a gaming thing, these like, um, sort of complete immersion domes. Um, yeah, see, I've seen them uh, set up for first-person shooters. Right, yeah, that totally makes sense, actually, first-person shooter. Um, it'll be quite good for it. But, yeah, they had, they had a couple of those there of different sizes. They were showing sort of, like, fancy sort of... It was almost like um like those 64K demos where it's all geometric shit going on um, in collaboration with some artist. But um, they were there. And there were about, like, five or six different VR solutions there as well, which was uh, quite odd. Like everyone's getting into that game at the moment. Well, I, did, I thought, what, how many are there? There's like Oculus. Yeah, there's uh, Vive, Vive. Or Vive. Is it Vive? I think it's Vive. Yeah. <sighs> I never know. Um, Gear VR is that? That's Oculus yeah. as well, though, isn't it? Is it Gear yeah. VR? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, what, so, which is the Valve one? That's Vive. Vive. Then Oculus is Oculus. There's another one as well, at least. Morpheus. Yeah. The Morpheus. PS4 thing. Yeah. Um, there's also Open VR, which is right. an open platform that anyone can make hardware for. And there was another yeah. one as well. There was definitely another. There was another I, one there no, that, I hadn't, that I hadn't heard. I was like, "No, I'm not heard this." So yeah. So no, there's definitely other stuff going on. Um. So uh, yeah, that was quite weird. But it's I'd, still way too expensive now. Anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's. I tried. I had a go on a, a Vive for the first time quite recently, and I really loved it. That the fact that it's so perfectly positional aware, and when you see yeah. the controllers and you you reach out and they're exactly where you think they're going to be. Uh, and even with my bins off, because I have to wear glasses, um, it, it looks really nice. Uh, I couldn't see any screen door, and, you know, I had to look for it. It you, was you, you really sen- good. Sensors have to be really secure, though, because it's so sensitive. If they shake just slightly, the whole world, the whole VR world shakes. Yeah. So. It was funny when we were at Jamchester, and uh, yeah. like uh, Sigtrap were making a VR Crystal Maze type game, mm. and like Luke was walking across the room with the VR thing on, marking something out, and... Uh, Someone bumped into the the stand and it and it just like shook it off. I don't I don't know what that would have looked like to him, but I imagine yeah. it would have been it, quite it, sickening. It was probably like the end of Interstellar when um when y- your man's inside the sun uh, inside the black hole and your it collapses. Yeah, McConaughey's. It's probably like that bit. I imagine. Probably is actually but quite cool. I imagine. Um, but so that was that was uh, it was it was quite cool actually. E three. But the main thing is like I got to play the new Zelda game. 
and oh, it's, it's lovely. It's really nice. It was, and you got a good like thirty odd minutes on it. So, is it is it actually like good then? You yeah. had fun playing it. I'd, the controls are taking quite a bit of getting used to. Right. Like like in terms, of, there's a lot of new buttons because you know you can jump, which you've never done before. Shadow of Colossus up the walls. Yeah, yeah, and and just aiming and stuff like that felt a little bit weird to get used to. But then it's probably because I haven't held a Wii U controller for ages. Um, was probably part of it. And uh, yeah, no, it looked it looked really nice as well. Apart from the TVs they had set up were fucking awful. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was it was the demo everyone wanted to play because when you beat it as well, if you beat both demos, you got a T-shirt and a lovely little coin medallion thing. Did you did you do that? Uh, yeah, I got the T-shirt and the medallion. Nice. Oh yeah, literally been there and got the T-shirt. Yeah. Uh, so that was really cool. That was my that was one of my favourite parts of it, other than obviously the honour of representing my company. Um. But um, uh, yeah, it was a hell of an experience, and yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't that like I, I was led to believe that E3 is really hot and sweaty, and um. But I think the convention floor normally is. If it's maybe a bit, everyone's yeah. moving to the car parks now, though. So well, <laughs> yeah, but that's it. I didn't even notice Devolver until I was leaving on the last day, um, because obviously it's all blocked off by trucks because E3 are angry with. I them. think a lot of people are doing that now. They're like they are like moving. going off site. Yeah, yeah. Just well, I mean, elsewhere. the E3, you know, the, the YouTube live thing or E3 live or whatever it is, that isn't on site. That's kind of a few doors down. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I can, I can, I can totally see it, but, um, it's, it's cool. It's, it was, it's, it's weird. Um, what's really nice is though that obviously if you're actually working on the stand, you get to go in early. And although Sony and Microsoft don't open up their stand to you, Nintendo let us uh, all start queuing up. And in fact, show opens at 10 o'clock and at 9.30, they let the first lot of people in to actually play the game so that's the only reason we were i was able to basically see it because the queue was ridiculous and on the last day it was a fucking stampede to get in that queue people just charged in it was it was mental um but it was really cool uh i I enjoyed it it was it was it was good fun and uh yeah uh i would go again except i I don't know that that's ever going to (laughs) happen so yeah uh, what about, uh, what about the next thing on Mini, ne- Mini NES? That's happening. Yes, the Mini NES, uh, they're releasing a little tiny NES all in one NES. That, um, has 30 original NES games on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I thought was cool was, um, cause they already have the virtual console, don't they? On yeah. The Wii U. The controllers that come with it actually plug into your Wii U. Oh, that's nice. Um, and you can use them with the virtual console. That's good. Do they announce the price? Fifty pounds in the UK. I don't know what it's American price. That's, that's surprisingly reasonable for them. Yeah, that seems pretty good. Because they I charge about three pound fifty per game normally on on like Virtual Console, and it's quite a good selection of games as well. It's not all just Nintendo stuff. Yeah, there's, there's a fair bit of uh, other guff in there, which I was uh, I thought was quite nice. Um, yeah, when's it out though? Is it out for Christmas? It's the eleventh of November, I believe. Oh, okay. Because because obviously NX is just misses my birthday. Oh, you're gonna get one though, right? Wife's birthday. Oh, okay, <laughs> right, that's fair enough then. Because because NX is gonna be next year. The 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 money's on March at the moment, I think, isn't it? People reckon. Which um, I don't know because I've not heard. It seems really weird to be six months. Well, no, sorry, nine months out even from a, a console release and to know nothing about it seems really weird. So I'm hoping like Tokyo Game Show in September, maybe they show some stuff. I mean, Nintendo have always been very secretive, haven't they? Yeah, but I feel like I feel like I knew stuff about the N64 quite some time before 
it came out. But I mean, definitely um, the we or the revolution as it was known. There yeah. was there was all sorts of rumours about that, but none of them were right, really. Yeah, I guess I suppose I suppose the thing with that was because it was such a big departure that motion control. But yeah, yeah, I mean, even the big hand, thing that they? people were speculating, like people were saying, like VR machines and things, weren't they? So every time, every time <laughs> that comes up, yeah. So maybe maybe it's because because they've I think they've said like NX is kind of like oh it's got a thing, it's got a thing that's going to be different about it. So maybe whatever that is is the reason they're keeping so stum about it because. Yeah, I mean, because we knew that the 3DS was 3D quite some time before it came out, didn't we? I feel like I think the clues in the name, though. I know what well, I know, but it probably wouldn't. I mean, they they wouldn't have announced them in the same way that NX won't be what it's called. I'm sure it'll be called God knows what. I don't even know what it's called. That's exciting. Oh, yeah, it's not as exciting when you realise that the last two consoles were the Wii and the Wii U. Exactly, and there's no way they're going to do that again because the mistake. If they're not called the Wii U, the Wii U, it would have done better. I am positive, because everyone's mm. like, "Wait, what is it? An expansion?" Or I mean, because that first E3 video, no idea. It was so unclear as to what it actually was. I still don't know why it's called the Wii U. I don't either. I'm sure that inside they they probably had some really good reasons, and and it's I don't know to do with the harmony of nature or some bullshit. But um, yeah, it was a terrible decision on their part. Uh, I suppose it makes sense from a a branding point of view. It's kind of like remember the Wii. It's the Wii. You know, this is the Wii as well. But you should have called it just like the, the Wii 2 or the but Wii U. It's like, yeah. You should call it like the Mega Nintendo Entertainment System. I would, have bought, I would have bought that. Yeah. The Mega N- Nintendo. Yeah, that's good, that. It's catchy. Well, it's just something that's like super. Yeah. You've got, you got NES, SNES then. SNES. SNES, yeah. NES. Yeah. Yeah. Ultra. The, the Ultra Meg, Mega Ultra. Master Super Nintendo. System. Big Wii. A big Wii. Big Wii. <laughs> it's called the Big Wii. <laughs> that would be a good name for it uh, yeah so oh, anyway they're, they're bringing up that it's got good games like Bubble Bobble and uh, all the all the, the th- first three Marios well first three Super Marios plus the original Marios so it's it's good selection it's good that um, CSGO betting that, that kind of had a there was a big thing about that recently which I think has kind of blown over it's all gone back to the status quo apart from the fact that Valve are cracking down on this but uh, long and the short it was that guy some some people didn't reveal the fact that they owned a betting site where you could bet using skins for the guns from CS:GO, and then uh, they were like, "Oh, we found this really good website. It's really cool. You should go there and bet on it." Um, and nothing to do with us. Nah. Um, and then people were like, uh, "It is something to do with you." And they're like, "Ah, shit." Yeah, and then their apology video didn't have a single apology in it. Uh, no, and well, he pulled it within like you know, he put it out there. Someone downloaded it, and then he he pulled it, but it was too late. And it's, it was just really kind of, yeah, it was like Boris Johnson's apology, really, wasn't it? <laughs> During that press conference as as, as a foreign secretary, uh, yeah, uh, and and yeah, I mean, I, I know Valve are basically saying you can't sort of profit from that kind of stuff now, aren't they? They're kind of cracking down on it. So hopefully, we'll see an end to it because betting is. It's generally speaking, uh, not a, a great thing when you think about you know people who it ruins, and and it's far stricter in America as well. Online betting, they mm. have even stricter laws than over here. So I'm surprised that it, it's been allowed to go on for so long. Well, it's because it's not actually money, so yeah. you can get around loads of the laws that way. Like they had, um, it was they said something like you can't use a site unless you're over thirteen. 
which is and, and the American laws are like you need to be over twenty one. But so it's pretty pretty crazy. That is rum because like they had like you know pots worth a hundred grand, didn't they? Of of these. Who's, who's skins. spending that much money on a, a gun skin? Fucking idiots. Yeah, but well, you, yeah, right. we were walking in. You were talking about oh yeah, like that. the average spend in things like Clash of Clans and stuff is like hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Or maybe thousands of dollars or something like that. But that's the average per person who play the game and then millions of people play, so... Yeah. like, Well, you only have to go to a couple of mobile developer talks to realise that their need, entire need to reel in model those is whales. based oh, on it. Oh, yes, yeah, it's, it's based on... Where, I feel like, you know, half the people at those places are probably like psychiatrists or psych, psychoanalysts because to- it's all about the psychology of getting people to part with their money. I've spent, like, I think 21 quid on Pokemon Go. <laughs> really? You've yeah, actually yeah. spent money on it? Yeah, yeah. I'm fully hooked into it though. It's, okay. You know, got its claws in me. Well, we're, we're gonna we're, we'll talk about that in the review section. Sure, sure. It's not even finished, but yeah, okay. Well, that's interesting. That you've twenty-one quid. Bloody hell. Um, oh. Every single one of those purchases was while I was quite drunk. So. Uh, okay. Right. But that 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 shows that they've got a really quite uh, slick user interface that it allows you to make drunk purchases so yes. easily. Yeah. I think I think their their main resource is drunk people and children. So yeah, they're about the same. I think drunk, drunk children. They're obviously <laughs> a massive. That's cash the dream for them. Um, a lot of those in Manchester. Uh, uh perfect. Oh yeah. So uh, <laughs> there's this Patreon for this game called Breeding Season, which is basically for degenerates. I think I think I can say with with a fair amount of safety that this is for people who are perverts, because because anyone who likes watching an animated wolf fuck um, a half cow half lady, yeah, I think there's probably you 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 you're straying from the typical, um, really. And there's this game called uh, Breeding Season, which was basically about breeding dick wolves and cow ladies and other uh, weird hybrids, uh, and uh, in a, uh, a sort of a cartoon hentai pornography way but anyway the artist that they were using to do all their art uh because their contract with him was about as as waterproof as toilet paper uh basically fucked them over he basically used the money to draw a load of stuff and then took it with him sold them they couldn't use it anymore and has started up his own game uh which i can't remember the name of but it's probably called wanking to zoos or something like that because <laughs> that's what it is i, th- I think the, the- thing that shocked me about this though, not that there's perverts in the world, because I think that's a given. It's the 40 grand, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, $40,000 a month. I know. But that's it. Well, you got From a... Patreon as well. I mean, most Patreons you see have like $10 pledged a month and things like that. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, but it would be interesting to see how many people, because it might just be like, there's like just four rich old white dudes who are like wanking off to corgis. Um, and so just they're... The, the queen fun. or something. <laughs> yeah. Is it Prince Philip? And several other royals. So Mark says that he knows for a fact the Queen is the one that's funding this. Is that it? I don't believe the word fact was used anywhere. I hope you don't, I hope you don't plan on any trips to Paris. <laughs> In any tunnels. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Dark. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, that all blew up, uh, hilariously. And yeah, the, so that some people are just going to have to, to, I don't know, to, wank off to other weird degenerate stuff instead. It's just such a weird thing. I uh, I, I love the fact that they kind of got fucked over. Um, Star Citizen, uh, it seems like, because now, it, obviously, when they originally made the Star Citizen, they, it was going to be, the game would be out for like 2014, 
and they put in the original terms of service that if, if the game wasn't out within 18 months of this set date, then you could get a refund. And someone has basically done this now. They've asked for a refund because they put three grand in because they're an idiot for a start. Um, and then obviously a game hasn't shown up because that thing has been in, in the works for quite some time. And, and it, it made quite a bit of news. Like loads of people reported on the fact that this guy had got this refund from them. Um, and I wonder if their fly free weekend or week was in some way to try and distract from that news going out with us. Something like, Oh, everyone play the game for free. Um, because they do seem to do things at the last minute. Um, uh, if you've seen any of their builds, it's, they are a catalog of hilarious bugs. I mean, you know, if they eventually pull this thing together, it's going to be amazing, but it just seems like they're getting further and further from it in some ways. Um, but yes, two and a half grand, but he took it to like the Los Angeles, like, um, some guys that quite high up in like the, the sort of local political or legal thing in order to actually get the money back. So, um, be interesting to see if anyone else follows suit because, because some people are, you know, they've sunk ridiculous amounts into them. Like, you know, 40 grand or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's insane, isn't it? So one guy's done hundreds of yeah. thousands. Oh yeah, I mean, marriages have ended as a result of this game. What? 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 <laughs> Why? How? And, and it's also on content that doesn't exist. Yet. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, effectively they're selling JPEGs. Really. Hundred grand on a JPEG. Yeah, because I mean, you know, it's kind of like, oh, this is the ship, and you will eventually be able to fly it. But you know, uh, it, 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 you know, you can't actually do it at the moment in the game for a lot of these ships. It's, mm. uh, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, but uh, they, they recently had like their hundredth episode of Round the Verse, I think it was, and they did like studio tours, and the American one looked quite sort of plush. It was quite, you know, quite, ooh, it's a bit swanky this. And then they showed the UK office, which is just down the road from me, and it was kind of like. This is a little bit more utilitarian, <laughs> a little bit more bare, um, like most UK studios, I suppose. Um, but that, mind you, that's good because obviously that shows for the English one, they're spending the money on what counts, um, as opposed to a coffee machine that costs 20 grand uh, or something like that. Could you, is there a coffee machine that costs 20 grand? That's what I heard. I don't know if it's true. That's an allegedly. God, what would that, what would that do? Uh, I, I think. If did anything less than like, you know, gave you a, an espresso and a blowjob, you'd you'd have wasted you, your money. You'd want to get the sockets the right way around. <laughs> Maybe it's that coffee that's been through the intestines well, of a monkey it. first. No, it's it's a civet. It's a loopy quack, or whatever it's called. Maybe it has. You're a just mo- saying a monkey words. Yeah, it's, wait, no, it's, okay. It's a civet that eats the coffee beans, poops them out, and then they use that to What's make a, a Honda civet. No, a Honda Civic. <laughs> uh, it's uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So I imagine there's like a cage of those on top. What's but, a civet? A civet. It's a type of animal. Obviously. It's like a, it's, I think it's related to the cat. It's, uh, it's like, it's, it's like a ferret thing, actually. Yeah, it's like between a ferret and a cat type thing, maybe. I'll be honest, it's not our area of expertise. (laughs) The, the, you know, the, the genuses and taxonomy of different species. But this coffee machine has what? A live one in it? It has six live ones in it. Uh, no, I don't know, but yeah, I heard I heard that they had a twenty grand coffee machine, um, or something. That's yeah, that's pretty much. Well, you know, you know, high end coffee machine. It's like it's a state of the art piece of equipment. They, they and if it like... doesn't go wrong, like our office one does all the time, and just sort of throw its tray out and go, something's wrong with me. Did they not you maybe to, just like hire a barista for twenty grand a year, and then that's their coffee machine? 
Uh, maybe. I mean, that probably would have worked out cheaper in some ways. I imagine, because they're, they're paid on tips, pretty much. They, they get less than the Yeah, I wage. guess in the US, yeah. Hey, this is it. They're based in Texas. They can pay fuck all there. You can really take the piss in Texas, because the, uh, the employment laws are so weighted towards the employer. I mean, they can basically fire you for farting, pretty much. They can, you know, they just get rid of you. Oh, fed up of your face. Fuck off. That's a bit grim. Yeah. It's not great. Um... What other thing? Oh, kind of a little story that kind of went away about this this game called Orion that was being made, and someone went, "Oh, that's that's a gun from Call of Duty," and he went, "No, it's just based on the same gun." And then, like a week later, it was like, "Yeah, it turns out the person hired to make it still stole the resources," <laughs> um, which is why you should never use third parties uh, unless you trust them. Because they might start trolling notable people on the internet mm. at, at, during your publicity. Mm. <laughs> that, that could happen. Lesson learned. Yeah. <laughs> um, but obviously, to a lesser extent, with you uh, than than this guy, because effectively I had to probably scrap a shit ton of work. Um, yeah. Uh, Overwatch. Some people made a cheat. They're getting sued. That's the thing that happened. Nothing worth really pointing out. It just seems a bit weird that you can make a cheat for a game and be sued by... What's weird is, who, why would you make a cheat engine as a limited company? Like, I assumed that people who made cheat engines would just be like, oh, this this engine was made by Hacksaw579. Absolutely. You'd have, like, a scrolly message at the start and like yeah, a, on the a side way. Yeah. music playing. Yeah. Uh, at the most, it would be a criminal case of hacking laws, yeah. surely. But I think this thing's a subscription service, is it? Or no, is it like just fifty quid a pop or something like that? I don't know. It's no um. Idea. Well, hang on. Who's you paying sell for a cheat. hack thing? You're going to pirate it. <laughs> if you're going to going to hack into a game, hack into. I sound like an old. Company. I mean, that's a good point. What really? The, what should happen now is that a company should actually start charging for a thing that allows less money to rip off these guys and then they sue them and there's just this weird thing <laughs> until they eventually get some guys charging like 19 cents for something and they're suing him that'd be interesting like some weird sort of reverse pyramid scheme <laughs> I'd see that I'd watch that um, but yeah so some people made a cheat for Overwatch and uh, the publishers of Overwatch can't actually remember who that is at the moment uh, were like oh dude that's impacting on our bottom line uh, and so sued them it seems um so that's um, it's a it's a weird time in video games. A lot of odd things happening at the moment. Like, well, I mean, No Man's Sky, they're having a bit of a, a bugger of a time because they just finished that. They settled with Sky over the name, and then, and then it it may be the case that they're using some super formula that 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 they can't. Is this why it's delayed? N- well, no, I think I think the original day was the fact that the game wasn't ready. Here's the thing: you look at the trailers of that, and it still looks there's quite a bit of shonk in it actually. Like, like they blew up an asteroid and it just disappeared and then a few little rocks appeared. It was kind of like, oof, that is not finished art to my mind. It was kind of a shitty VFX. Um, yeah, I mean, to be a lot, a lot of it I think you expect in this, in this game though. Um, because it's so sort of the scope of it is ridiculous. Yeah, and it's, it's because it's all procedural. Yeah. You're not expecting like great transitions and things like that. Yeah. I mean, like the, when you're going from like the the sky to the planet and things like that, the the actual transition of things, you're expecting a lot of popping. Well, things you see, like no, that. I wouldn't because if it is all procedural, you think it could calculate all of those in betweens. I think I, I mean, it used to be the early footage of it actually did look had really bad pop. It didn't seem so bad now, actually. Um, 
I mean, there's some really. I'm now. I've because I thought like there'll be like about six different enemies and they'll be in different colours, and that's pretty much it. And as far as procedural generation goes, but it does actually seem like there's a lot of weird and wonderful sort of wildlife in the game and weird alien forms in terms of the, the sort of the fauna um, and flora on the planets. So, so I'm a bit more interested now. But yeah, there's, so there's this. Apparently, they use to make like the planetary shapes. There's this this super formula. Is it called super formula? I think it was. Yeah. Um, and, uh, they admitted to using it because there was some interview we did. We were saying, Oh, we use this super formula. And then the person who made the super formula is kind of like, Well, can we have a word? We'd like to, we'd like to know a bit more about what you did with it in order to do that because we're interested in exploiting it for games. But they didn't reply. Um, and there might be a patent on this. And so it might all go a bit pear shaped. I suspect, you know, money will be thrown around and it'll be fine sony aren't saying anything because apparently they're only doing the uh the boxed version of the ps4 whereas they aren't publishing weirdly the digital version which is quite strange that uh because it's on pc as well it's a bit odd hmm. but um yeah it's uh it's it's uh it's it's probably it's a bit of a concern for some of the fans of it because they're like oh i won't be able to get my game but i'm sure it'll be all sorted um because yeah it's an odd one really uh, and, uh, oh yeah, Maldita Castilla, he said, mangling it, EX, is out on Xbox One. Uh, if you're wondering what that is, cause you probably are, there, it's, there's a guy called Loco Melito who does these brilliant freeware games like Hydora, which was amazing. Uh, and he did one called Maldita Castilla, and it's like a Spanish Golden Ghosts. And it was really lovely, and now he's put two more levels in it, and three more weapons, and it's out on Xbox One, which is nice, cause, cause he's been putting out these games for free. For ages, and it's like you know, Hydora. That is a brilliant R type. Was game. it free, Hydora? Yeah, I know. It's like one of the best horizontal shooters I've ever played on PC, and it's free. It's kind of like, dude, charge for it because it's excellent. And I'm amazed because that would be amazing. That on Vita, or you know, I'd, I'd play that on PS4. You know, it wouldn't take much judging up to make that really, you know, all singing, all dancing. Um, so it's nice that he's, you know, he's put out something and he's getting some money for it. Oh, and Death Road to Canada came out on Steam at last, which is, uh, I believe the first Kickstarter game to actually be finished now. That's a joke, obviously, <laughs> but it does sometimes feel like that with fucking Kickstarter. Um, but yeah, that's, that's finished and out there, which is cool because it's been a long time coming and it looks really fun. Uh, and I'm looking forward to actually playing it because I, I backed it yonks ago. Uh, yeah. And that's kind of, yeah, news. There's been a lot, there's been a shit ton happening, really. Um, it's been, yeah, it's been, it's been an exciting time, but oh, I suppose that means there's going to be bugger all next month, um, <laughs> to, to, to talk about, which is fine. We, we do, we do okay with bugger all normally. And now other people are going to say some things because I haven't played Doom, uh, and y- you've played more of it than I have. I've played a tiny bit, but Dave's been hammering it, haven't you? Yes, I've actually been playing a lot of it, which is unusual for me. As I am not great at first-person shooters. So what attracted you to it, then? Uh, simply because it, it, it is distilled down to its pure elements, isn't it? It's, it's a true, what you would call a, a, a run-and-gun yeah. first-person shooter. There's not much more to it than running around and shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there is a plot, but... Yeah, it's it's not Bioshock, though. I haven't been paying attention to the plot, and For... it doesn't matter. Good. So... Okay. But yes, it's a, it's, um, um, obviously it's a reboot of the original, hmm. um, with all the new bells and whistles. And I, personally, I think it stays quite true, 
true to the um, intent of the original. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's a lot more enemies and things in it, um, just because they can put a lot more in. Type centers, or do you mean on screen? At on once? screen, on screen at once. Yeah, because like Doom Two had like ridiculously big crowds in it. Did it? Yeah. I don't think I played Doom Two. So. Oh, okay. But from what I remember of Doom, it, yeah, it was, and and it it also um, sticks to that formula where Doom always to me felt like you'd go for a bit, you'd go into like a, a almost an arena, oh, and there'd yeah. be a group of enemies, you'd kill them, then there'd be a bit of a walk to the next group of enemies, and and you. Uh, it actually makes that as a, a, a key element, you know, an actual mechanic. Mm. In they have these lockdowns yeah. uh, in the reboot, where you'll go into an area and it'll lock down the area and you have to kill all the, the demonic presence mm. in the area before you can unlock the area. It sounds very Smash TV slash Zelda, almost. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, very much the feel of that, yeah. Um, And... Uh, and another thing from the original Doom that I I found was that it was very secret orientated. Mm. In that it was all a lot about secrets, like there'd be like walls you could walk through and um, rooms, you know, secret rooms that you could find and things. And I think they've they've kept that really well. Yeah. But then I think they it feels like they've chickened out the last minute because there's a lot of things that you can get that just reveal all the secrets. Oh really? Um, and they're really easy to get. Like one of them is just an upgrade on your on your armor, right? And it shows you where all the secrets are. That's it's, weird. it's like I liked the the finding all the secrets, and then it kind of then takes that away from me. Um, well, it was your choice to buy that upgrade. Yeah, well, I didn't know it was going to you know be as quite as effective, but it literally just shows them all on the map. Oh fuck, that's yeah. bonkers! I, I mean, it what? doesn't doesn't always show you how to get to them because sometimes you have to do certain things like there's hidden levers and things yeah. like that that you have to do and it doesn't show you that kind of thing but like the fact that it says well the secret's here you've just got to now work out how to get to it hmm. i felt detracted slightly but it, it's it's thing it's, is if they hadn't put it in then I, I don't know the way people are these days they they would have just gone online anyway well i mean some of the secrets are quite well hidden actually so i mean even even with the them being marked on the map sometimes it's hard to you know find them so. yeah um but it, i i like it in that it's it doesn't take itself too seriously either it's a uh, it's got all these all these things like glory kills in it where you rip off things heads and feed feed them down its neck and things like that mm. rip out their eyes and stuff like that which uh, is quite quite fun and they don't interrupt the flow of it at all. I'm surprised by that. That it just it kind of they fit in. They because because obviously it doesn't cut to like a third person camera or anything like that. It just they're really fast and frenetic. Yeah, and, and that stays full speed and the rest around. Because I was like, do I really want to be doing? Because they're called glory kills. Do I really want to be doing these glory kills if there's a hundred things around me? And I noticed that they it does them full speed, but it slows down the action around you, so oh. you don't get swamped whilst you're doing the glory oh, kills. Which I thought was quite good. One thing that did annoy me about glory kills is they're mapped to the right stick button. Mm. Oh, I hate that. Oh, I, I, just, I just don't think anything should ever be mapped to the right stick button. They're, they are the weirdest buttons, the R3 and L3. Uh, especially a button, because like, um, the resources are so scarce mm. and the enemy is so abundant. You, when you do a glory kill, you get extra resources. Yeah. So they'll drop more stuff. So... Doing glory kills is quite important, actually. 
Um, and the fact that it's a button you're going to be using so often, it was just quite annoying that it was on one of the stick buttons. I would have preferred, you know, like one of the bumpers or something like that. I think that's a standard, like, Call of Duty and stuff like that, the... Uh... Doing a knife is is that button, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Yes, it's the standard FPS melee button these days. I mean, I don't know whose decision that was, but some asshole. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's weird just how much control schemes have actually changed recently. Because I remember they, they bring out Dead Rising the original on PS4, and I've forgotten just how fucking awful the controls are on that. So, uh, yeah, it's things have you know evolved and kind of set in their ways a bit at the moment. So, uh, how far would you say you threw it then? Uh, I'm over halfway now, okay. uh, which is surprising for me. Is that a record? Um, but it's taken me a long time, much longer than most people think. Yeah. But simply because I'm not a big first-person shooter player. You can get some ridiculously overpowered sort of upgrades for weapons, apparently, as well. Yeah, I, I quite like that, because you can... Uh, most weapons have two mods for them, which is like the secondary trigger. Yeah. Um, and they're very varied, and you can upgrade them as well. So you have a lot of scope to, you know, like modify your items, mm. um, and they're, they're, they're quite tactical as well. So I, f- I find myself not just gravitating to one weapon. Yeah, because so. no, because also no reloading and shit like that, isn't it? It's all just. I mean, there is reloading. But... Yeah, but it's it's well, okay. So like with like the plasma rifle, for instance. It's like, you know, if you've got 600 bullets, then you just hold down the button, yeah. button and then eventually 600 bullets go. I know the shotgun, obviously. And it, like, they go very quick as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah, and the BFG and the, the, the chainsaw are like on I've a special button as well. I've not got the BFG yet. Okay. Because, that, again, that's, that like a, that's like a smart bomb rather than a weapon a bit, isn't it? It's kind of like you have it, it's on a, it's mapped to a particular button. But, yeah, the I like the chainsaw as well. The chainsaw, yeah, the chainsaw's mapped to a particular button and it's like an insta-kill. Yeah. Um, but you have very limited... What well, fuel for the? That's for the it. So, so loads of bullets on this planet, but petrol, <laughs> yeah, that is hard to come by. But um, but yeah, I like that because it's something you can like save for like when a really hard enemy comes along because it's an insta kill. Yeah, and you can just save it for like a really hard enemy when you're getting really like really beaten, mm. and it, it, you get loads of drops when you kill something with the chainsaw. Oh, well. okay. So it's like a, it's so like it's like a, one, a, yeah. almost a last resort kind of thing. You just save it for when you like. You're really in the shits. Yeah. Then. So yeah, like a smart bomb. Yeah, effectively. That's cool. Uh, so uh, really enjoying it. Really loving it. I am actually really enjoying it. Actually, I wasn't expecting. I mean, I thought it'd be good, but I am actually really enjoying it. What are you playing it on? Uh, PS4. It's, it's smooth as silk as well. It's like a very impressive engine yeah, in terms it's absolutely of fine. Absolutely really high fine. quality sort of depth of field and effects and stuff like that, and it just runs as yeah as nice as anything. That's good. And it, it's not feeling old. Uh, it's not you know the the gameplay isn't getting old either as well. Because oh, so. that's the thing I worried about when I played the demo. I was kind of like, oh, what? I don't know that this is going to last. Because I've put I've put over ten hours into it now. Yeah. Um, which most people have completed the game by then. But uh, most, most people aren't new though, Dave. No, no, yes. So, but yeah, it's not feeling old. I'm, I think I'll probably, probably well, I might not get to the end because it might be a bit too hard for me, but. I'll, I'll definitely play as far as I can. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And, and further than you have on any of the Souls games. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That's good. That's nice. Because yeah, I, I, people like, in the run-up to that, I remember people being like, oh, no, 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 it's going to be shit, this. No, it's going to be terrible. And to be fair, nothing that I did put out in the previous five years had given anyone any 
reason to think otherwise. But you know, people seem to have really responded well to it, which is nice. The the multiplayer um, isn't much to talk about. No, and the, that snap map thing is is silly. Yeah, because uh, obviously Doom's big for modding, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. To just give you the snap map just seems a bit of a yeah. I mean, it's obviously done for the console. Hmm. Just needs proper modding, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, they, and you never PC players are never going to be happy unless they get sort of full control. They'll find a way to do it, though. I'm sure they'll find a way to make it moddable. That's just the nature of the beast. Um, Pokemon came out. I think a game called Pokemon uh, Go came out, didn't it? Pokemon really? Go, is, it yeah. never Pokemon, heard is it not? Is it not? Pokemon Monsters. Pokemon, I believe it's Pokemon. Poke Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Well, the E has the uh, the, the uh, what's yeah. the what's the word? Accent. Accent. Accent yeah. it, which is pronounced A. Pokemon. Is it Pokemon? Poke- Pokemon. 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 Sounds like the, a herb. The, or something. the, the Pokemon Islands. <laughs> uh, any, regardless of how it's pronounced. Um, you you have been properly addicted to it, haven't you? Yeah, I've been walking further than my ankles should me allow me to. Yeah, you have an illness now, effectively, a sickness. Wait, you mean like the sickness of Pokemon? Yeah, of being addicted. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I get addicted to a lot of things very easily, though. So that is true, actually. You do tend to embrace things. Yeah, I'll play one game and then I'll play it until. But but this has the added around. added bonus of the fact that. It's it's anywhere, anytime. Yeah. <laughs> On the way here, I hatched a geo dude. Well, when 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 we were working in TAC the other week, and <laughs> you just kept, kept running out to catch, Pokemon, kept leaving yeah. to go catch Pokemon. There was a, there was an Eevee outside. What am I going to do? What is an Eevee? Oh my god! Don't, no, you I, don't get to do that. No, it's you don't get to be like, oh my god, granddad. Well, it's just like of all of many people I know, I, w- I would imagine you were someone who played Pokemon. No, but I've just I, found out today that you've never played no, Pokemon before. No, uh, I know who, who Pikachu is. I like him. Uh, he's he's a good one. I like him. Okay, now you sound like a granddad. And Meowth, I like Meowth from the cartoons. He, he's the only one that can talk. Oh, well, Mewtwo can talk as well. I think. Oh. And I think there might be something else that can. Well, or Pikachu can say Pikachu. All of them say their own like names. Yeah. Sardak. Yeah, there we go. Very good. Uh, yeah, you say very good. Do you, you even know who that is? I know. Yeah, I know. He's the duckbill platypus-looking one. Yeah, they're all over Manchester as well. Psyducks. Are they? Yeah, that's good. Well, know. around where I live, anyway. The real, the real killer in Manchester is just drowsies are everywhere, everywhere. Are drowsies bad? Or are they well, shit? they're fine. It's just I'm sick of them. Okay, so I've keep, got. Keep I, them in my flat. I'm, I've got loads of those rat, ratatas or whatever they're called, <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> the little caterpillar ones. And oh, Dave laughed. That's okay. Yeah, it's weird. I feel like we should address why Dave can't laugh, but I don't. I don't want to without his permission. Yeah, no, yeah, it's absolutely fine. Okay, because well, why don't you tell us why you can't laugh today? Uh, Because I have an operation on my face. Yeah. uh, Due to having skin cancer. Yeah, how about that? And I didn't. We didn't know about this at all. First thing I say about it is you put on Facebook. Oh, I've got rid of the cancer. It's like, uh, excuse me. You might I, say that we're pig ignorant of the situation. <laughs> nice. To be fair, nice I, didn't, I didn't tell anyone, really. Yeah. I guess, I guess it's there, one of those there was things. No, there was no point. That's true. I mean, it's not like we could have done anything about it. Yeah. It's not I was going to come around with some onions and rub and, it and cure it. <laughs> I just I just hate that sympathy thing. Yeah. So. Fair enough. And the, the, uh, Yeah, so so as a result, you, you, one of yours is it's kind of sticking out slightly bat-like. Yeah. Um, so I imagine you have excellent echolocation. No. 
No, oh, okay. Like a Zubat. Like a Zubat, yeah. Which is a Pokemon. Back into the Pokemon. Yeah, yeah so, uh, you're, you're proper loving it. You're level 21 at the moment? 22. 22. Did yeah. you go up on the way here? No. Oh, okay, because I know we, st- we no, stopped like... off on the way to Dave's to, to try and beat a gym. Yeah. Well, you do. I'm only level 4, so I can't even do gyms at the moment. Yeah. That was a very easy gym, though, so it's fine. It's but... kind of annoying where it was, because it was at this Prince's Park entrance, right. next door to a leisure centre, which would have been amazing. <laughs> hold, hold on, right. So, so what do you do to beat to gym? Because, because from what I understand is all you do is you go and collect the Pokemon. You, the mate, right? Okay, so we should probably explain what the game. The thing is, everyone's gonna know. Everyone, if you're listening to this, you've probably seen Pokemon Go. Oh yeah, and or, or you've just people, you've seen people playing. Well, I mean, it. I've seen it, but I, did, I, I don't know what this beating the gym is. So go on. Um, well, you, you find a Pokemon, your Pokemon gym, have like a level, and then you take a stick. <laughs> your Pokemon have like a level, and you can attack a gym. And you can like swipe to dodge or attack by pressing the button. And when you attack, you charge up a secondary attack and then you can hold it down to do a bigger one. And, uh, you take on a gym of an opposite color team. There's three teams, red, blue, and yellow. And, uh, you choose one of them when you get to level five. So you attack a gym and you can then take it over the gym, put your own Pokemon in it. And if you're, if you have a gym, you can kind of like cash out and every 21 hours and get some like coins that normally cost actual money. Hmm. So it's it's like the the kind of a daily grind there, but it's, so are you actually fighting other people. It's other people's point? Pokemon that they leave there, so the the right. AI does to it. defend the. So it's asynchronous, yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah, but they, well, it's not asynchronous. You you put your Pokemon there, and you don't, oh right, it okay. comes back to you when it gets killed. That's it. Oh, okay. Um, but the main game is just like going around catching catching Pokemon, and then you kind of throw them away if you get one that's a higher level than it. Which is a bit weird compared to the original Pokemon game where it's like you get your squad and then you just, they're your like pets kind of. Yeah. Whereas in this it's like they're just disposable, you throw them away all the you, time. You kill them, effectively, yeah. and turn them into candy. But the, the, the actual game is just kind of like a slot, slot machine is just, you know, a bit random. But the main good thing about it, the main interesting thing about it is that the fact it is like based on your location, walking yeah. around and steps and stuff like that. So I've, Bumped into a load of people playing it. Every, loads of people in Manchester are playing it. Like almost, I'd say at least eighty percent of the people in Manchester are playing it. It's crazy. It's I, I found it ridiculous because we went for a walk to to feed the geese down at my local pond uh, in Reddish Vale, and I saw some kids hanging by this thing that looks a bit like a landmark. So I thought, oh, I bet that's a um, a poker stop where you get more poker balls. Um, and and so I sort of stopped, uh, like about sort of twenty feet away. And started explaining to my missus about it and started installing it. And I said, Oh, that's, I think that's a, a poker stop over there. And then and a third person walked past and said, No, it's a, it's a red gym. <laughs> it's like everyone's fucking playing it. It's ridiculous. Well, I think it's kind of the dream of geolocation games, isn't it? When geolocation games first started, I think this is what everyone was imagining. But, yeah. But nothing had the pulling power that Pokemon does. It, oh, yeah. It's, it's basically, it's nuts and gum, isn't it? It's, it's, it's pe- peanut butter and chocolate. Or peanut butter and jelly, I should say. Mm. Well, we we were playing it on the and someone just shouted Pikachu at the yes. car at us on the way here. Drive, drive by Pikachu. Yeah. I've got a few stories there of like one was um I I was went out on a poker walk to yeah. catch some Pokemon, and then uh, saw a guy who was clearly playing it as well, and he walked off down the canal on one side, and I went off down the other. On the other side, I ended up like meeting up with him again, mm. and then I was like, clearly we were both playing it, so I was like, hello, how's it going? And I like, just chat to this random dude, and we were both chasing the same Squirtle. And, uh, he was like, oh, I caught it over here and let's go. And he took me to where it was. I didn't find it. But then I ended up just walking around town, just chatting to this guy. And then he pushed you in the canal and he was the guy that's been doing it. <laughs> but like, uh, 
then I went to like, Piccadilly Gardens and pick, if you go to Piccadilly Gardens and sit around by the fountain, everyone there is playing Pokemon. It's crazy because yeah. all the all the stops around there have lures on them constantly. So there's just in, it's more Pokemon that you can catch. Just constantly there, you have to keep keep trying to catch them. Um, Got to catch them all. Yeah, exactly. And I was walking through town and like uh, some guy. I was looking. I was like saying to Fan, "Oh, I think there's squirrels over here." And some guy just strolling past one. Oh, mate, yeah, it's just over there. Just, just around the corner, like really, as if it's the most normal, casual thing in the world. And then, like, we got there, and another guy with there was like, "Oh, there's a coughing over here. Do you want me to show you where it is?" And just stuff like that. Well, of you course, think- the coughing is the one that was quite famously in the Holocaust Museum as well. Well, I, th- I think it's it's the game that the like the Hololens and AR goggles. Oh my god, made yeah. For, well, that's it. That's what I really like the fact that when you're catching them, they appear superimposed well, over your camera. The AR it, thing is actually the least really interesting bit of it to me. Like, I turn that off just so I can catch them easier. Really? It's just about the like getting them out in the wild rather than the because the AR stuff's pretty crap. Do you, do you wish you could battle other people though? Because it seems like yeah, that would have been so easy to add. It's the it battle will. system isn't. It's because it's. It's shonky as fuck, though. The it's app. really laggy. Yeah, if they can make it work, it'll be cool, and it'll give some more, like you know, competitiveness it, to I it. Say, I, I imagine that their matchmaking will be worse than Dark Souls is. Oh, I, I want it to be like you have to be in the same room as them. Yeah. If it's online, it won't work. Yeah. Because it's, so it's like it's a Bluetooth. Not a, thing. It's not a turn-based combat system. Yeah. It's constantly going. You have to like dodge around. It's like uh, you have to react to the, like the screen flashes yellow and then you dodge. It's like time, it's like getting parry timings in Dark Souls. Right. That's what it's like. Except there's a shitload of lag there as well. So if the server's going bad, then uh Well that was it, you beat those two things and then it just crashed on you, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, the game froze one. So I'll kill them on the way back, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Stick my like one point six K polyrath in there and if, just... if we if we miss the fucking train because you're dicking about at a gym, I won't be happy. Yeah. Well last time we were way early anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um Oh, there's a gym at the train station, actually. Oh, there's a gym. Yeah, that's a good point. There's a gym at the train station, so. I'm not that one out. Very few poker stops, though. They're all sort of a bit. Yeah, there's of... nothing here. Actually, if we go back a slightly different way, I think we're going to go past a poker stop. I don't really want to take a massive detour. Just it's not a massive detour. Just look at the map. You, why do you want to go to a poker stop that badly? Because go walk I, I around want, Manchester want, City oh, Centre and you'll just oh, get a million. Okay, fine. Them. I just need some poker balls, that's all. Yeah. Um, I don't even play it, really. <laughs> it's, it's like an infection. Um,. <laughs> So it's it's ridiculous. It, I mean, it's it, it's kind of redefined how society works. And as a result, Nintendo's worth more than Sony now. Yeah, on the stock, stock market, prices, yeah. it's uh, it's crazy. Even though it's Sony not games like, or the whole of Sony, I don't know. But because prob- I mean, Sony envelops like lots of industries. Well, all of them. I'm going to say. I mean, I don't know if that's true, but uh, but even though you know they're not, it's it's not it's the Pokemon company. Even though they are, you know, they own like a third of it. You know, um, it's privately owned, so you can't buy shares in the Pokemon company, can you? Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Right. That's why Nintendo shares went up instead because because you couldn't buy shares in Thingy. But they are seeing as they own a third of it. In theory, you know their stock is going up as well. Mm-hmm. And it's win-win for Nintendo, isn't it? They didn't have to spend all that time developing it. Yeah. They probably get a license fee for it. It's yeah, raise oh, yeah. their profile. Oh, absolutely. Makes you wonder and, you why know, they haven't done this. Yes. Well, this makes me think, you know, when NX being portable comes out, if it's all singing, all dancing, if it has this sort of thing on it, then, you know, game over. Like a, like a, you know, like an actual proper compelling polished Pokemon game. Holy shit balls. 
Uh, yeah. But of course, there's a downside to this as well. There's all those stories about people, you know, putting laws down and, and then nicking people's phones when they can. How true are these things? Well, so, no, I mean, like, they're definitely true. Some of the, some of these, some of the, it may have been because every, everyone well. owns a mobile phone. If you're going to mug someone for the mobile phone, you just wait around at night, wait for someone well, to walk yeah, past. Well, the point is, you don't mug have, them for their you, mobile. You don't phone. have to wait. You can literally lure them. You can place a lure so they're like, oh shit, there's Pokemon over there, and then they come to you, and you know they've got a decent phone because it can play Pokemon, and they <laughs> nick their phone. It's kind of brilliant, really. Uh, and that's th- thus all the memes of, like, white vans with Pikachu inside written on it and stuff. Oh. Uh, it's, uh, it's fine. We're, <laughs> it, to be fair, I mean, it's, we're gonna have a bit of background noise in this one. It is the nature of the beast. It doesn't matter. Uh, so what were we saying? Oh, we're talking about Pokemon. Yep, Pokemon. Uh, you love it. What are you giving it out of 10? Well, I don't know. I, can't, I don't think no. you can rate it, really. No, because it is buggy as fuck. Yeah, it's not really. It's not about the game. It's about the the social experience. Yeah, yeah. that sounds really wanky, pretentious. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I wanted. But it's yeah, cool, cool. Okay, good. All right, so that's that's number two. Review number two. I played Heavy Bullets. Now this has been out for ages, obviously, but I got it in the Steam sale, and I remember you were talking about it, and yeah, I bloody love it. Game. It's great. It's yeah. so good. Have you played it, Dave? Uh, for only very briefly. Oh, I love it. I can't get enough of it. Have you beaten it? No. I got to level... I've beaten the first boss. Yeah. And got to the level it's, after that. It's a hard game. Uh, no shit. I, f- yes. I feel like you need a really good roll of the die. Like, you need to get the backpack early I, on. I think the best way to do it is, like, you, you do a few runs and you stack up some cash yeah. in the in the bank and then just be like, okay, this is going to be a, a, an attempt. Yeah. And then you, like, get out a load of money, buy all the good shit and just play it as best you can. Yeah, but that assumes that you, you get the offer. Because it's ran- obviously it's randomly generated, but you, you need to have the backpack and you need to have the healing you know the extra heal uh, slot the extra hearts basically health um, mm-hmm. and, and a few other good pickups like it really helps having a shit ton of homing bombs for that first boss just so you can spam them with them and hit that fucking slow-mo laser I should probably explain what it is just in case you, you don't know uh, first person ultra sort of lurid visuals shoot them up but the brilliant thing that you have six bullets and when you shoot them you pick them up and put them back in your gun and you have to reload it and it's procedurally generated yeah and it and the game feel is beautiful yeah it's really good it just it is oh, i love it i love it so much uh it's really good fun yeah it's a great game and it'll be like super cheap on steam should i pick it up yeah yeah i uh yeah i i, I, sh- I should have picked it up sooner because I've, I've really enjoyed it it's uh, like most lunch times at work I'll, I'll dive in and play it i think i've got a few because it doesn't sync your saves so I think I've got like different save games on three different machines <laughs> as a result. Um, but yeah, that was really good. I played a little bit of the Momodora game because we were talking about the Momodora a couple of months ago and about how there are these, these Metroidvania games that always look really pretty. And I thought, well, you know, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to play some of the latest one, which is uh, Reverie Under the Moonlight. And, um, eh, it's like, it's really beautiful. Um, but something feels off about the combat and the, the level design, the, the world design feels like level design. It doesn't feel like a natural place at all. And, um, it feels like the, um, it just, I, I just didn't enjoy it. It just feels quite unfair. Like, you know, some, some, some really quite cheap hits on you that didn't feel very avoidable. Mm. So it's, it's, I really want to like it, but I think I'm going to try and put some time into it, but, I don't know, I can see why it's it's kind of one of these B-tier um, games that, you know, it probably has like a fan base, but it didn't do it for me, uh, sadly. So, 
but at least I've played it now. At least I've actually, you know, played some of it. But I'm, I'm, I probably, I might watch a Let's Play of it and, you know, see if it does actually get significantly better. Because it just feels, it's weird, because it is a Metroidvania, and then you look at the map and it's kind of like, oh, it's just like a big long line, effectively. <laughs> it may as well have been, you know, completely That's a linear. weird choice for a Metroidvania. It just, they're usually yeah. like just mazes of... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I feel like I haven't really sort of gone back on myself particularly hmm. so far. Maybe it's because I'm really early on in it, but I, I just, it hasn't grabbed me. So, um, that's a pity. Um, uh, Lumo came out, which is a, a, a love letter to the old isometric games like Head Over Heels and Batman, as in the uh, Ritman Drummond Batman on the Specky, uh, and those lot. And it is, it is a love letter. It's, it's, it's very charming. Um, and it's got loads of weird references. Some, some really, really niche references. Like, um, there was a magazine called Your Sinclair, um, which was the best Spectrum magazine. And if anyone says Crash or Sinclair user, they're an idiot. Um, and it used to have a cover tape on it. And one day, for some reason, someone in the magazine decided to record a song, um, called Hold My Hand Very Tightly, Very Tightly, Very Tightly by Rissling, Rick, Whist- Whistling Rick Wilson. Um, and put it on there. And it was really badly sung. Um, and that's the elevator music in this game. It's just got these really weird references in it and loads of little hidden sort of things. And it's very charming. It's, I mean, it's got lovely particle work, but it's, it feels a bit empty. It feels a bit sparse. Like, you know, he could have done with a good, a good, a good number of other little sort of 3D models just to sort of clutter up the rooms. So it feels a bit sparse. And the puzzle design, isn't much, if I'm honest. And, and occasionally it has some really weird physics-y puzzles, which are just annoying. Like, you have these chains, and they swing in a really physics-y way, and that seems very sort of counter to the weird sort of precision of the movement, uh, and the fact that it's kind of, you know, eight-directional movement, basically. It's, um... Yeah, it's it's a how, weird... How do they handle the isometric movement? You can choose, control. basically. You can choose if you want to do it, like, aligned properly or whether you want to have it sort of rotated by 45 degrees, effectively, which is nice. Because, um, you know, it is it is really... It's charming. Uh, it just feels a bit stretched out. Like, I've been playing it for a good, like, three or four hours. And people have been saying about stuff that they've seen in it that I haven't seen yet. And also, unlike, like, Head Over Heels, what's really cool is that it was kind of... You kept sort of, sort of going back to sort of locations, um, and it was, they were almost sort of slightly Metroidvania-y in some ways, whereas this feels very, very linear, um, in terms of going through these rooms. Um, so I, I, I like it a lot, but I don't know, there's, there's some bits of it that just feel like a little bit too old school, a little bit frustrating. Um, it's like, you know, th- we have, we have come along. I feel, I feel, you know, it could have learned a few more lessons from the, the intervening 20 years. Um, but it's, um, it's, you know, like I said, it's really charming and it's full of little nods and winks to, um, 8-bit heroes. Like, like, um, my friend the Pickfords made a game called Amaro on the Spectrum and at the start, you're like a, before you can become this wizard, you effectively, you you go to a school, uh, and you get sucked into a computer just like at the beginning of Tron. But one of the little computers has got like this loading screen for Amaro's on it and other little, charming isometric games from the past so yeah it's 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 really lovely and got its its heart in the right place but yeah it's i don't know the gameplay's a little bit mm, suspect at times but definitely you know worth a look and inside anyone else played that yet by the way i've not played it yet i will pick it up though 
everyone's raving about it. I'm going to have to say nothing about it, really. Because mm. it's just, it's great. I loved it. Really, I really enjoyed the puzzles. It's, it's, really? Did you like Limbo, though? I didn't really like Limbo, particularly. It didn't do it for me. That's the thing, because I'm not interested inside, because Limbo I just didn't like. Limbo did nothing for me either, and I I really loved Inside. I think atmospherically, Inside is amazing. It's uh, it's yeah, it's kind of blackly comic and grim. It's a it's a really weird dystopia. It's quite disturbing at times. Um, the puzzles though are really satisfying. I didn't really hit my head against many of them too much. It felt, you know, it was just right. But they were good and satisfying. It was like. Ah, oh, of course that. It's got quite a few good moments like that where you suddenly realise what you're doing. Um, and it has got an incredibly memorable sort of last hour. Um, uh, there's a, a thing that happens that's just like, what the fuck? Um, and then, you know, it's, oh yeah, it's, uh, it's really good. Really, really good. Played, plays really good. The controls are lovely. It's only two buttons. Um, it's just, it's, uh. Wait, it's, what do the buttons do? You've got jump, yeah. and you basically got hold, so you'll grab things. And oh, but and then left and right and move around. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, two buttons plus controls. Yes. Yeah. For it, some reason, I was thought you were like, like one was move forwards and the other one was jump. Or something no, like no, 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 no. Yeah, sorry, my mistake. But it's um, yeah, it's brilliant, and it's got little sort of secrets in it and stuff, and uh yeah, no, it's really good, and and very memorable. It's got a little bit of filler in there, which is surprising for a game that's like four hours long, or yeah, about four hours long, I'd say, um, but. It's oh, it's so beautiful. It is such a memorable sort of dystopian world. Um, God, yeah, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, and and happily would pay fifteen pounds for it. I think. I know that's a bit of a stumbling block for some people for a game that is so short, but it really is. Um, it's a hell of a. It, it's very memorable. Um, I want to play some Dragon Dogma. Dragon Dogma Dark Arisen because it it was never. I never liked the feel of it on the Xbox. Don't like it on PC either. It turns out. Magic, I like playing as magic characters, and magic just feels shit in it. So, so that was a bit of a bugger. Um, yeah, never mind. But loads of people love it though, but it's not doing it for me. And Zombie Night Terror was the last thing. Has anyone else played that? I've played a tiny bit, tiny, tiny bit, like yeah. ages ago as well. Yeah. Did you Did you like what you played of it? Was that like a a show, a, a um? It will. Thing? Um, my a mate of mine works in. PR stuff, and he works with like Ambitious and Devolver. Oh, okay. And he like uh, just showed it me. Oh, right. And yeah, seems really cool. But yeah, I've not played that much of it. It's just like the first. I played it for like five minutes and watched other people play it for a while. Yeah. But the animations and stuff are really fluid. It's so it's beautiful. Amazing. What's the actual gameplay? It's it's basically Lemmings. Yeah. Except uh, you you sort of recruit new Lemmings by killing people, and they turn into zombies. Or you'll find sort of sort of uh, inert zombies that you kind of wake up by walking past them with one of your zombies. Yeah, it's it's almost such a good fit for zombies, the lemming genre, isn't it? it oh yeah, makes you wonder why no one's done it before. I'm, I'm amazed as well because it, and it it it's it's really nice because some of it some of the levels feel quite lemmingsy. Other ones are really quite really puzzly, in, but but it doesn't have that annoying kind of pixel accuracy thing that lemmings had. Why I like that. I don't know. Sometimes, oh, you know, you start drilling up right, and it's like, oh, I'm out by half a fucking pixel, so I can't do this. Um, yeah, but then when you do something just by one pixel, that's so satisfying. Yeah, well, it doesn't have anything that is like that, and you know, it doesn't have things. You don't sort of, you can sort of destroy some bits of the world, um, but you don't sort of build bits of the world. At least so far as I've played it, you don't. I'm only on level twelve and forty, forty. Um, 
but yeah, it looks beautiful. The 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 their their pixel engine is so lovely. Um and I love the fact that it's kind of got a story being told throughout it. Uh even though it's, you know, a Lemmy's game, it's got, you know, little bits it's forty levels, but then you have these little sort of tutorial levels in between a lot of levels where they'll tell a bit of story, uh, which is really cool. Um uh, I mean, there's some things about it I'm not sure about. Like, there are certain events that will occur when you get a zombie to a particular position in a level, but you didn't know that was going to happen. And and therefore, that can kind of throw a bit of a wrench in the works as to your plan. And you think, oh, okay, if I, if I knew that was going to happen at the start, then I would have maybe done things a bit differently. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. The only thing I, that annoys me is that it's got no save mid-level, I don't think. So you do have to restart levels if you fuck up. And it's quite easy. Sometimes, like, you might think, oh, I know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a zombie across this gap. And you won't notice that the arc of it, because the arc effectively describes where the zombie's feet are, but it doesn't sort of take into account the fact that they might hit their head on the roof. And so they'll go plummeting to their death. And it's like, oh, fuck. Um, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's, I'm really loving it. Um, I think, yeah, it's great. It's, uh, I think it was, it was, I think I was one of the first people to see it when it was on Tig Source and they sort of and sort of showed those first gifts. It's so beautifully animated. It's it's wonderful. Um yeah, it's well worth looking at. And it's I think I think it's about fifteen, I think, something like that. It, is it complete now, yeah? Yeah, yeah, it's out. Ah, right. Yeah, full thing's out. Um yeah. Um but uh, I think that yes, yeah, so there's gonna be forty levels there's forty levels in the main game. Uh I think they're doing ten as DLC as well. Um but yeah, it's really cool, and I, I love I love the fact that it's got this story. Like, so you know, you could be like a crowd of zombies like rampaging across a city in one of them, and just you know, all the little people running away. And sometimes you'll have, see them having little conversations and stuff like that. There's some quite un PC sort of humour in it as well, which sort of uh, it kind of it, it feels like one of those things that if if people had if if they had like you know a more like a professional PR guy. Working with them, he would have gone like, no, because some people will complain about that. Um, so that's, it, in some ways it's charming, but it's also like, mm, some people are going to be offended. Um, but yeah, it's very cool. It's, it's really lovely looking as well. That aesthetic of black and white, except the blood and the green, the goo, which is called Romero, which is the drug that, you know, triggers all this. Yeah, really good. I've been enjoying that a lot. And it's got like an, uh, an extra optional challenge you can do on each level as well. To, to, you know, get a little green brain icon. So yeah, it's cool. Really good. Um, I'm happy that turned out well because, because, I, I, you know, it looks so beautiful that I would have been gutted if it turned out. Yeah, shit. quite often the, the good looking ones. Absolutely. Turn out to be the dog in the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but this one, like that, that Lyra game that's been, that, that guy's been working on for ages and it looked beautiful and then he did, a, he did a, like a Kickstarter for it and there was a demo and it was like, oh, this is shit. This is a big pile of shitty shit, uh, which is depressing. I should see what's happening with that game. Uh, yeah. So, uh, that's it for reviews. That is, well, that I've is got, the most, I've got oh, one more. oh, you got, oh, hello. 10 second interacts. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, we should have written it down on the list. Yeah, sorry, I forgot to mention it before when we were going through stuff. I was just busy thinking about Pokemon, probably. Yeah, that's probably it. Uh, yeah, been playing that. That came out recently. What is it? Um, it's like a, and then, what's the word? Expanded version of the original 10 Second Ninja. And what's that then? Um, so you, each level, you, well, you're a ninja. Yeah. And you have like a sword and a, and a throwing stuff. Have you played it before? No. Alright, oh, okay. Uh, you really, you would like it. Okay. But, um, 
Yeah, so you you go into a level, you've got to kill all the robots in 10 seconds in a level. Mm. And some t- there's a bit of a puzzle element to it where you've got to be like, okay, how do I actually do this as fast as possible? So there's certain there's three stages of time where you have like a one star, a two star, and a three star. And three, you want a three star as many levels as possible. And uh, it's, it's just about executing it as fast as you can mm. and just getting through this 10-second burst of level in like... Some levels can last like one second and stuff like that. You just have to like do a load of stuff really quickly, and it's really fun. Oh. Yeah, it's a re- it's a really good game. Definitely recommend. What, it. Is it like a platformer or? Yeah, two D platformer. Right. Um, you so d- double jump and stuff. The original was Mastertronic, wasn't it? So it was. Yeah, is this, is this come out of the fall of Mastertronic? I don't know. It's published by Curve Digital, but it's by Dan Pierce again. Yeah. And he and I think some of the people he was working with, but like he does. He does the game design stuff, made in Game Maker, and like did all the art and things like that. Um, and it's it's just the best thing about it is just it's a really nicely designed game, really well. well the original was was really nice. And you, the, this one actually has all the original levels in it as well. Like when you beat the first, when you beat the game, you get it unlocks all the original levels, so you can go through them all. Oh, that's nice. It's pretty cool. Okay. Incredible. Oh, how much is that then? It's like I think it's about eight quid. Oh, I it might that. be less than that actually. Like because they had some weird thing on uh, Steam where they put the demo out and uh, if if more more and more people beat the entire demo they reduced the price of the oh, game. Oh yeah yeah I think I saw yeah. something. So I think it might Did they reduce the PS4 version as well? Not permanently but it's on launch sale for mi- minus 40% um, on it so Oh is it on the digital download the digital sale? Oh yeah, okay I've got a few things on PlayStation there. and Xbox and stuff. So uh, I think it's on Xbox as well. Platformers, I love platformers. However, I fucking hate stuff like N plus plus because it's too difficult. I mean, is it? How difficult it's, is it? It's not difficult. It's the the thing is the difficulty scales with with you because you are trying to do something under a certain amount of time. But because it's like each level is probably about five seconds long, really, mm. at the most. Like if you're going upwards of that, you're probably doing stuff wrong. But it's just polishing off those milliseconds each time you play it and it's concentrated little bursts. So it's not too much to actually uh, keep in your uh, brain. And you can cut instantly restart. Is it like sort of Hotline yeah, Miami yeah, like that? Yeah. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah, oh, that's cool. cool. Okay. Yeah, it's more about deciding which order you're going to do things in. Yeah, the, yeah, the thing about this, the 10 Second Ninja X one, is yeah. got a few more puzzle elements to it in terms of like working out what you've got to kill in what order. And that started to hurt my brain after a while. Yeah, um, the th- thing I found about, out about the original was the bosses. The bosses seemed a bit out of place in it. I don't is, think is there's any, still... Yeah, there's no bosses in right. this one, apart from in the original levels being brought back in. And it's got some weird, quirky writing style, which is... I, I didn't... I kind of... It was, a, it was a little bit funny, but it was like a little bit grating as well. I assume it must have a billion levels. It's got... I think it's like 120, including all the um, previous game levels as well. But it's really good for replay. replay yeah, it's, it has a wanna... strange, it has a really strange replay value, yeah. doesn't it? Because you're like, oh, I definitely know I can shave a couple of milliseconds yeah, off yeah. this. If you get... So you'll you'll play it at the same level and another yeah. ten times. And I guess yeah. if it's only five seconds, it's totally that's okay. That's within. Yeah, the... you'll, but you, that fact you'll be doing the same one like over and over again, but it won't get boring because it's really fun. But like. I started playing in my room on a really hot day, just like sweating from playing it as well. So I just have to like stop because it's causing me physical distress. But you, it's good. It's a good game to like pick up and play for like half an hour or 20 minutes or whatever and then put down and then come back later. Oh, cool. Sounds ideal for, uh, it's on PS4 as well. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. I might have a look at that because I've got a few things. I've got the um, Not a Hero in the digital sales. So I can have a go on that and Soma. So I've got something to play for next month, uh, even though those games have been out for a billion years. Um, cool. Are we done with reviews? Yeah. Hey, that just leaves Kickstarter and Chitstarter. Cool. Which uh, we have, again, uh, a shit ton on, actually, um, because there's been quite a bit. Um yeah, and it's not all crap as well. It's, it's not all crap. There's a, there's a bunch of good stuff. Well, well, the first one's actually finished now. Um, yeah. And made yeah. its money, but we're going to mention it anyway because it's had a good, really good, um, it's had a really good run on TigSource as a good devlog. Um, and that is, uh, what's it called? Uh, Wizard of Legend? Uh, you were saying about how the animated GIFs thing is like a great advertising tool for it though. Or was it you? Oh, it, was, you it was a Gamma Sutra article. Right. It, like someone from there was talking about GIFs. Being really useful for marketing games and stuff, so they just showed a few of their gifts there. I mean, it is a, it is true. Like games with gifts, they go all over Twitter a lot. Like Doko yeah. Roko, you remember the Kickstarter for that? Yeah, that Megasphere. Was... Oh yeah, Megasphere. That was another yeah. one. Although that game is shit. Yeah. How much did How much did Doko Roko make on Tig uh, on um, Kickstarter? I don't know. I want to say sixty thousand dollars. Okay, but that might be made up. So yeah. I shouldn't say that. No, let's say it. it's official. Definitely sixty thousand um, dollars. It's, it's odd because games are really pitching a lot lower at the moment on Kickstarter. It seems like you know, like fifty thousand they're asking for, mm. um, which is you know for a two D thing. I think is you know probably about right. Um, but uh, yeah, but this this looks um, really lovely. It's was it top down? Is it procedurally generated? Uh, ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I hope not. I hate procedurally generated at the moment. Um, I like handcrafted artisanal hand baked levels. <laughs> Um, but yeah, top down y sort of, um, slightly soulsy combat, um, shooty bang bang Zelda y type view, bang bang shooty. Lots of magic and stuff going magic, on. Magic, lots of magic, and you can combine spells and shit, I think. Uh, yeah, it looks lovely. It looks really sort of fun and frenetic and, and like good fun. So I'm, I'm glad that's made its money because yeah, they've, they've had a good, t- they've had a good, um, devlog. I hate those people who have a dev- devlog on Tig Source. And then the game gets a bit big and they stop updating their devlog and just do it on their own website. Those <laughs> bastards. So that's why, like, Rainworld, they've stayed with it. They've stuck with it. He's done one, like, every single day. And, you know... Every day? Yeah. Yeah, no, he does, I think he's done one every day. Wow. It's ridiculous. Um, you, th- you wouldn't have stuff to say. You know, you wouldn't, yeah. have, you wouldn't have time to do that. It's been helped that it's not just one guy who updates the devlog. So. Oh, is it not? Yeah, it's a couple of them. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Um... But that, I mean, that, that's something that animated GIFs has done fucking wonders for. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is, you know, one, yeah. I mean, that is a seriously beautiful looking game. I have a suspicion it will play like Doggo. Um, you can play it now. Can you? Yeah, yeah, there's, there's a demo out. Oh, is it? Okay, just cause, cause the fact that it's quite physics-y and mm, physics and platformers, I don't know. I don't know. Looks amazing though. Um, really, really cool. But, um, yeah, so Wizard of Legend, that's good. That made its money. Uh, this pray for the gods thing. This had a bit of a flurry of publicity, because it's it's basically um, Shadow of the Colossus. It's Shadow of the Colossus, isn't it? Uh, only set in winter. Um, that's that's basically, well, isn't it? One of them. I mean, I've had a lot of people, you know, saying to me like, "Oh, it's just Shadow of the Colossus." Really. Yeah, yeah. But one of their bosses was. It did look like it was out of. Cl- oh, it's it's disgraceful. Um, like the 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 flying one. Yeah, like in the trailer, it had the the wings out and the long tail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, that was a bit yeah. weird. It, uh, yeah, I think it's it's an homage to say the least. Yeah, but also there's 
three of them working on it. So that's impressive that they're doing that with three people. Oh, okay. So that's right. If that's three people, then okay. Because my issue was with it was they were asking for three hundred thousand dollars, and I thought, here's the other thing: they're only doing five bosses. The whole game is five. Yeah, bosses. yeah. And is they're having like other weapons and stuff in it as well. So okay. I don't understand what where the actual game time is going to be. Because if if I mean Shadow of the Colossus is like maybe three hours long, four hours long or something. Is it? I think so. Oh, I, I guess I that's if I played long. it now. Maybe when I first played it, it might have been six hours thinking about it. Right. So you know what's that like? Uh, maybe two and a half hours for five bosses. Okay, but then think about it. Inside that was three, maybe four hours. Sure. Uh, yeah, I guess if but, it's a really dense, like, cool experience, but I, will it be? Yeah. I know, well, okay. That's quite. That's quick because because it, it looks so rich. It looks like it's going to be a you know an eight hour game. But mm. I, I was I was thinking three hundred grand. That's not enough time. Enough enough money to make this. But if there's only three of them, that's another two years easily. Yeah. You, you could you could go for at least, and that's you know, being paid reasonably. So I guess I guess they totally can do it for three hundred grand. I don't know if they've made the money yet. I don't think they quite have, but. They've got a while left. Um, but that's a seriously impressive looking game. But then mm. Unreal Engine fucking 4, isn't it? And, and you can just use Unreal 4 and anyone can make a game that looks amazing. Yeah. Well, I think the same. you can do the same with Unity these days with just like throwing oh. a few filters. Oh, yeah, yeah. Depth of field, bloom, done. Bish, bash, bosh. That's it. Job done. Job, job done. Um, okay, cool. Uh, Fox and Forest. That's one me and Dave spotted. How would you describe it, Dave? Uh, it's a uh, platformer where you are able to switch out the seasons. Yeah. And there's a puzzle element from that. So switching to winter will freeze water that you can walk across. Mm. Um, but looking at the video, I just hope there's enough difference, you know, enough use of all the seasons in it. Yeah. Because it, it did seem to be like just switch to winter a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it, I as, lo- as long as it's not like a one trick pony. So. Yeah. It looks very authentically Mega Drive y. Yeah, yeah, very, very retro. Yeah, I, 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 it, it seems like the gameplay is slightly inflected with that sort of lack of ambition as well. But uh, yeah, like you say, I, ju- I just wonder if it's going to be a case of you just get off. Oh, I can't get any further. Flip, nope. Flip, nope. Flip. Okay, there we are. It's that season. Job done. It d- didn't. And seem... there's going to be an, enough variety in in the puzzle with that. Yeah, yeah. It didn't. It didn't look like the puzzles were much. It did seem it was kind of like change season. Oh, okay, that's the one. Which is a bit. You know, I don't know you may as well just have a button that says, you know, flip platforms on off, effectively like that guacamole, um, almost. Didn't that have that kind of thing? I don't know. I'm sure it did. Might have been that one. It was free that, as I recall. You know, it was free on PS4 as one of the, the monthly games, and I did not like it. Uh, so yeah, Fox and Forests, but yeah, it looks, you know, kind of pretty in a very retro way. Wake the Dragon. I haven't seen this. Dave, this is a beautiful spot. Um, that you found Hotline Miami 3. Yes. You could just literally call it that, couldn't you? It is disgraceful. Yes, yeah. Uh, if they just they just replaced the main sprite with a, a, a big fat sumo guy who, as you as you pointed out, constantly looks upwards. Yeah, I'm not sure if he's supposed to, but it does look like he's just looking upwards. Like he's just had a, an accident with his neck. And he's yeah. Like, oh, that's why he's really angry and he's shooting everyone, probably. But it doesn't like you can get shot in it, so it must have an energy bar. So it's not that that instant, you know, restart dead thing, and you can blow the shit out of the levels as well. But graphically, oh my god, it's it was a little disappointing they didn't seem to mention that anywhere because the the link is 
obvious. Yeah. At least say, you know, heavily inspired by. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause yeah, aesthetically, um, yeah, some of those, even just, it just, it looks so much like it. Uh, I assumed it was like a total conversion, but it, it does things that the original doesn't. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of, kind of shocking how much it looks like it. I didn't see if it made its money, but I, I imagine if that gets any press, it'll make its money because it is ultra violent and full of action. It does seem like the kind of thing that people will be like, Oh yeah, I love that. But that was that. Yeah, I don't know. I missed that. That looked, um, that looked amazing. Uh, glitched little, uh, it's like, um, earthbound sort of. It feels has a real looks like Earthbound on the NES, like a little uh, RPG game. I don't know if it's using the. It's, it's not using that engine, is it? RPG Maker, is it? it I don't the know. combat it, didn't look like that, but it to, to be honest, all the stuff that was in it looked like it could be done in RPG. Yeah, so. but it looks a little bit inflected by Undertale in terms of like, yes. like some of the fights were like there was that ghost and you you said something like try to scare the ghost instead of actual fighting it. So. But that, that looks kind of cute. It's weird, the disparity. It's kind of like got this one art style for all the graphics, apart from the portraits, which are like way higher color, which was a bit odd. But that looked quite nice, actually. Glitched. Um, System Shock. That's the, uh, it's only got a couple of days left and it will be totally finished by the time this comes out. But, oh, it's so pretty. Have you played the demo? No. It's good. Didn't play the original stuff. Well, you shouldn't, because the original has fucking awful control. They, I think, I think they did like a the deluxe version, and they fixed the control, so it didn't have. Did you ever play um, Ultima Underworld, the original? Quite possibly. Okay. Well, has the, the control method is weird that you choose where you go by clicking in different parts of the screen. Like you know, we used to have those like the six, the the three by two pad yeah. where you had the arrows on it. It's like they transmit, they transpose that to the entire screen, and that's how you controlled it, and it was terrible. And I seem to recall that um, the original System Shock had something like that. The control was vile. And so they've basically just taken the map from that and made it look utterly beautiful and yet still retro in terms of like like pixely sort of textures, although they've put some mapping in there now uh, to sort of clean that up a bit. But oh, it just looks like the perfect sort of remaster. Um, I absolutely can't wait because it seems like they absolutely know what they're doing. And that makes me happy about the fact that they're going to do a number three as well. So, yeah, um, that looks amazing. And so that's made its money. I don't know that it's going to get up high enough for them to add the extra areas and stuff, which is a bit of a pity because they had some plans to expand it a bit. But um, I'm 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 very happy that I backed it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get it on the PS4 version, I think, because it, it looks looks so nice, it's so pretty. Have you seen the footage and stuff? It's, it's Unity, and it's seriously lovely looking. Really, really impressive stuff. Um, Zydonia, horizontal scrolling shoot em up. That looks nice. That's made its money. That's only got two days to go, but it looks really pretty. The only reason to really mention it is kind of in contrast to the next game, uh, which is, uh, Hyper Sentinel. Uh, we, now we know, well, I, I used to work with the guy who's in the video, a guy called Rob Hewson, who is the son of Andrew Hewson, who used to run Hewson Consultants, who made such, or published such brilliant games as Cybernoid and Cybernoid 2 and Exelon and uh, Stormlord and Marauder and Iridium and Iridium is the game that Hyper Sentinel is based on and it's basically like they've made Iridium only they've made the graphics garish and horrible yeah it looks like a Iridium demake yeah 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 it absolutely does because I'm I, I mean I might have rose tinted glasses here but my, my Amiga version of Iridium was way better than that yeah it's got a horrid it's got a weird rotational screen shake that's ugh no, um, never a fan of that no. 
Um, so it's a really bad Kickstarter, though, is the problem for it. Because, I mean, the game looks not, you know, okay. And I think it would appeal to people who are big retro fans. But in terms of what they offer for what money, it's, it's really bad. Because, so they mentioned about having a demo, except you only get the demo if you pay for the £15 backer version. And it's only a demo on iPhone, which you can't do demos on iPhone. No. And also, if you want to buy the game, you have the bottom tier is four pounds for the mobile version, which again is an iPhone, which you can't do. You were saying you can't. Yeah, do... you can't give iPhone games as rewards for Kickstarters. So that doesn't you, even work. There's no code system. You yeah. can't give out codes. And then the lowest tier to actually get the digital version of the game on PC is twenty quid uh, for something that is a very retro-looking shooter that would sell for maybe six pounds on Steam. It's it's just a really badly thought-out Kickstarter. Mm. Um, which, you know, is a pity because, you know, I, I know the guy. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a very bad Kickstarter. They've not put enough thought into it, uh, frankly. Um, so yeah, kind of, kind of dumb. And there's a game called the Superfluous or Superfluous, which is like a sort of Terraria thing and just looks weird and charming and old. Um, and kind of like a spectrum game in some ways. I just, I like the look of it. Um, it might be terrible. Yeah, the odd, the odd thing was as well, when you went underwater, it seemed to control exactly the same. It looks slower. It looks sluggish. Was it a bit slower? Yeah, All yeah, I yeah. noticed was that the... The uh, wavy effect. Yeah, the GUI... Um, yeah, yeah, everything was, everything was waved, yeah. yeah. Um, but there's something about the sort of the, the, the enemies being like a single colour that kind of, you know, reminds me of sort of the rainbowy graphics of the spectrum. Um, so, yeah, weirdly charming. And then shit starter. Ooh. Uh, Dave managed to find another idiot who has no concept of what copyright is, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, Silent Hill 4 remake, but he continually says, because I'm not making any money out of it, I am allowed to do this. Which, just because you say that, doesn't make it true. Yeah. Because you're not allowed to do that. It's like stabbing I'm not actually making any money out of this stabbing that I'm doing. (laughs) So this is perfectly okay. So they obviously have no concept of how copyright laws work. Uh, Yeah. Um, And and therefore, yeah, asking for $100,000, I think it was. Um, But I mean, I can't believe that this has happened literally a month after that or that or so after that fucking idiot with the Life is Strange one. It's, it's, it's a people. Of yeah, and then idiots. the, um, what was it? Catwoman game as the well. The Catwoman game. Again, we're not, constantly. Making, we're not making any money for it, so it's perfectly okay for us to perfectly uh, steal legal. the IP. Because DC have never sued anyone. No, no. <laughs> and we'll use the word superhero everywhere too. Um, famously, uh, shitty about that. Um, uh, in terms of terrible, uh, videos, apocalypse of bugs. Well, the video. I mean, the video's bad, but... Yeah, it's, it's just showing stills or, from the development. Audio is hideous. It's, it sounds like someone calling to ransom demand a loved one, <laughs> is what it does. It's well, like if the, you were, you wouldn't get any ransom because you can't understand a word of it. No, I think, I think if you've got a thick accent, then maybe you're not going to help your clarity by um, sounding like you were bummed by a goat and want your voice disguised <laughs> on a news report. Because... Um, <laughs> It sounds really, really weirdly modified. Sorry, Dave. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's a really terrible video. And the game looks bad as well. I mean, it's got some yes. nice, uh, the, some of the assets look alright, but it just looks, no, the, no. The, the girl model looks alright. The main character looks, you know, like Did a capably it? modeled, I think. 
maybe yeah. well possibly in comparison to everything else that was a shit show <laughs> um, but yeah it just seemed to be shots from inside the Unity editor or something um, yeah yeah. It seems to be popular on Kickstarter videos. Yeah. Uh, what's this next one? Uh, Tozer's, oh, the video game. Nice. This was a lovely find by you, Dave. Uh, why don't you tell us everything that we learn from the video game movie? Uh, from the two and a half video, two and a half minute video. Yes, two and a half minute video of the title screen. Well, we assume that. We don't actually ever see a mouse pointer move or any of the options get changed. And it's static. Yeah. Uh and I don't understand why it's called Tozer's the video game, as if it's from a franchise and we have to differentiate from the TV show and the book and the... Maybe maybe it's like an unlicensed Tezos. We were talking about Tezos, weren't we? Used to get in crisps and they had little pictures of either Star Wars or Warner or Looney Tunes characters on. So maybe it's like an unlicensed thing of that. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a terrible, terribly put together Kickstarter. Yeah, they're like Pogs, if you don't know what they're like. They're like Pogs. Remember Pogs? Pogs are great, yeah. Pogs. Um, uh, sanatorium. Oh, the, the issue you now is just because of the character model, wasn't it? Yeah, they, I mean, it's a terrible kickstart, but yeah. the, the, just one of the characters you can play is called Pregnant. Yeah. And it's a, I presume it's a zombie or something, but it has a baby coming out of its belly. It just, yeah, it, it looked terrible. Yeah. Uh, that, that is, yeah, just bad. And yeah, it's kind of just like button pushing, isn't it? Basically. It's like, oh, how, how edgy are we? We'd have that. I mean, I'm surprised it wasn't just, you know, falling out the bottom and being dragged around by the umbilical cord. You use like, it as like a mace or something. Just yeah. swing it around your head. Bap. Oh, did you see that thing about those parents? Um, who want oh to go God, off the off-grid you? one. What? No. This, this thing, it's, it's this story that's been on Facebook about these parents who want to go off-grid. And they basically, when they gave birth, they let the umbilical cord sort of rot away naturally. Um, because they don't do medical things. And she breastfeeds a kid at five. And if they have a cold, they give them lemon juice. And they based one, they're doing a Kickstarter type thing, um, GoFundMe or whatever, so that they can live abroad and we can pay for their self-sustainability because, well, that's not self-sustainability. And so they're going to go to some country where, you know, it's God knows what to talk tropical, to children. Well, what, God knows what tropical diseases they are. And if they get a bit ill, they'll just give them some lemon juice and then watch as their child dies. <laughs> um, it's, um, mental. But that reminded me of that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, what's the next one? Twisted Fighter. Oh yeah, what's that? It's it. Well, oh, I, when I first saw it, it's yeah. it's a poorly put together Kickstarter. When I first saw it, I thought this is some twelve-year-old boy who's yeah, yeah, made yeah. this. And it literally, it's like got a one-paragraph description. There's no video, just a picture of a meteorite. He's, he's written his story. He 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 doesn't know how to program. He doesn't know how to do art. He doesn't know how to do design. He needs the money to hire people to do those things. And there's like a character called Andrew Twig or something. Uh, no, he's Lord Twisted. Yeah, he changed his name to Laws Twisted. Yes, <laughs> apparently that is an important detail that in some way will make us back this Kickstarter. <laughs> uh, there's only one reward. Yeah. And that is to get the beta version of the game. Yeah. Not even the full game. For $25, isn't it? Yes, yes. And, and you get the beta version of the game. Yeah. Uh, and no, it turns out it's a fully grown adult who has a job and He wants wife to quit his kids. job and pursue this as, as his dream. He is fucking... He wants $50,000. Fucking deluded. To hire other people to make him rich. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, just deluded. Like most of the people on this website, Pixidus, um, just looks shit, and the people who presented the advert annoyed me. 
Um, basically, that's long short of it. But it has more deaths than Games of Thrones. It has more deaths than Game of Thrones. It's basically um, some game when you're a farm and you realise that the farm animals die on the farm and you're a pig in it and blah blah blah. Who gives a flying fuck? And it looks terrible. It just looks like they haven't got any idea what they're doing in terms of making a game. It's, it has that very odd animation where the pig sort of floats up and then lands on a bright. Yeah, that, that didn't make any sense at yeah. all. That looks bad. And then the game called Discarded Angel, which again, coming full circle really, is, uh, for perverts. Um, it's some sort of hentai game where if you, if you like seeing rendered breasts, it's rendered breasts the game. Um, yes. and rendered muff the game. Um, the sequel. Um, set on a space station. Who gives a shit? And I mean, you allowed pornographic stuff on Kickstarter? Well, apparently yes, because that has it. That has, and, but they have actually got, they have actually sensed it because there was another shot of this woman, basically, of a rendered woman with uh, no clothes on going, I woke up and all my clothes are gone. Literally, <laughs> basically. Because um, that is the quality of storytelling in this. Um, and I'm, I think it's made its money, though, obviously, because it has breasts and there are men on the internet. Um, and that is basically <laughs> well, all that is required. Juvenile men. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's not making the 40 grand a month that the, um, the game where... Um, half wolf people bone half cow ladies. Maybe uh, it would have done if they were more, you know. Oh yeah, bit bit people. full on. Yeah, Furrier. that's it. Well, that's it. If they show some furries in there as well. I mean, just really, we just need to boxes. start making pornographic games if we want to make money. That's what it is. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll pitch it to Look the guys at work. Titan Souls too. <laughs> tit and souls. Tit, tit, tit and souls. Tit and arseholes too. <laughs> yeah. 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 There we go. VR porn edition. There we are. There'll be a load of rusty bullet holes and nipples. The the Yeti will make a comeback. Yeah. With his big pink bum. Big pink bum and a giant todger. <laughs> I imagine that it whacks the ground with when a shockwave comes out. And then sort of like spunk comes out through the ground. Yeah. I'd actually play that game. It's like a boss fight game where... <laughs> where he plugs his dick into the ground and then like spunk erupts from loads of cracks. Just really horrendous, like, attacks that enemies do. Like, Zelda yeah. plus hentai, weird, like, tentacle paw and that stuff. Yeah. Those yeah. going into the ground and coming out and just, like, attacking it's like, it's like a really, like, saggy ball bag that uses, like, bowlers <laughs> that he, like, flings at you and they just wrap around your legs and you fall over. <laughs> yeah? Just me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just, just you. <laughs> Said that as if you you do that often. I, no, here's, here's the weird thing. I find as I get older, my balls get tighter. I mean, that is weird, right? If anything. Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> Tight, tighter in sense. As in like, like, I'm sure they used to hang lower. It's like they've just, they've winched up, if anything. Maybe, maybe they're staying in the same place, but you're shrinking. Leg, yeah, that's it, my legs are getting shorter. Yeah. That's what it is. Um, so there you are, fat fans. Uh, I, th- I think we're done. Um, <laughs> on that, on that note, yeah. yeah. Um, 31 and every bit as mature as we ever were. Mm. Uh, uh, thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks oh, for listening. Oh, I had to edit this out of the, the other one, but if you could give us a review on iTunes, <laughs> um, I had to edit it out because it was in amongst a session, a section which was in poor taste. Uh, so yeah, we'd really appreciate that because, because, uh, I don't think anyone listens to this. I mean, it's definitely the case that we've done more episodes than there are listeners at this point. Oh, um, gosh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, that would be appreciated. Um, uh, yes, thank you so much for listening and your continued patronage. Oh my God. 
That what? sounded like you were, you were lying. No, I'm really grateful for anyone who listens to this shit. Okay. Yeah. Right, well, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.